0: Hello, and welcome to the Reason Life podcast, where we talk about all things living a logical lifestyle. I'm your host, Jeremy Cannon. Today's show is all about asking good questions. It's important to be able to ask good questions, right? Like, have you ever stumbled over your questions? I know I have. Um, You know, you want to try to understand things, right? But sometimes, though, asking questions can be Difficult, right? Asking good questions can be difficult. So, in this episode, I'll just provide some thoughts that I've had on some good asking good questions, um, and I'll provide some examples as well. So, but before we get started, I just want to remind you of a few things. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that yet, uh, so you can quickly get each episode. Um, I also want to hear from you, so leave a rating, leave a review like, dude, this is stupid, quit it, or uh, we'll be nicer than that, please. But I would love to hear your thoughts about how to make this thing better um, for you. Um, If you have questions that you want answered, you can send them to the reason life podcast at gmail.com and um, would love to get those answered um, or at least thought about. So uh, we may do some, you know, a segment where we answer some questions uh, you know, or do a whole episode on answering some of the questions. However, um, also, Lastly, in the show notes, there's a link to support us financially on Patreon. Um, You can head over there and just give a dollar a day, $12 a year, uh, just to help the podcast run. Um, That would be pretty darn awesome. So, but before we jump into the content, I need to get some like assumptions behind these questions. So, um, number one, these guidelines, uh, these are guidelines for good questions, and, and they can Refer to a multitude of things, such as a philosophical insight. Like you're looking at, like this is more my, my mindset. Like you're you're trying to think through something, think through like what you believe, what is true, what is not true, that 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 sort of stuff. Also, research. Like if you're a scientist, you're going to ask questions. You're going to ask good questions. So, um, so there's also that. And then uh, when you're teaching. Like a good thing, a good rule of thumb, if you're a teacher, whether you're in a, in a church setting or you're in a school setting or, you know, university setting, whatever the setting is, if you're trying to teach someone something, the best thing to do is to ask them questions. Uh, not to just say, here's what you know, here's how you do it. It's, what do you remember about how to do this? Let's think about it. I remember my calculus teacher um, uh, miss mrs. stip what she did is she actually was like hey here's all the stuff you understand now what if we did it like this and she would begin to kind of ask questions guide us in a particular direction so that when we um, you know w- when we are learning calculus uh, we're taking algebra and we're putting it into like geometry and like all those sorts of things and so it kind of you know guides, guides you in a different direction, it helps you more concrete, uh, you know, make the thoughts more concrete in your head, and you remember it better, that's just scientifically proven, um, and also, uh, again, even when you're asking rhetorical questions to reinforce something somebody already knew, like, you're like, you know, like, you're going to do that, Like that's where this would work as well. So, um, but also number two, these guidelines are simple suggestions for good questioning. There may be more you could add to this list, Um, but these are just some helps that I've thought of uh, for asking questions, you know, asking good questions. So here we go. How do you ask good questions? Well, number one, you got to begin, questions begin where you are. Like you don't pull up Google Maps to go somewhere that you, you know, where you're you know, not like I. I don't look up how to get from um, Vancouver, you know, to Cincinnati because number one, you know, I've never been to those cities. Number two, I don't live near those cities, so why would I need directions? Um, but you, you got to begin where you are if you want to get from point A to point Z. You got to begin with point A because um, if you don't think of it this way, if you don't understand the basics of addition you won't move on to multiplication well if you don't get multiplication you won't go on to algebra and so and so on and so on until you get to like theoretical mathematics involving calculus and a lot of you are like i don't even know what that means it's okay i don't either i just made it up (laughs) my point is is that you'll get somewhere um you just gotta start somewhere where you know okay um you have to start with questions of what you know. For example, do you think God exists? This is a good question to start with. You may be inquiring of uh, for yourself if God actually exists, or you may be trying to get to know another person by saying, "Hey, do you do you think God exists?" Um, maybe you 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 want some reasons from them just to get to know them better. Um, you know, you know if they believe in God or if they don't. And then you can move on to questions like, what do you believe God to be like? Um, Why do you believe God to be that way? Um, But but you got to begin where you are. If you don't know what God means, if you don't know what exist means, okay, this is a, you know, easy, easy, basic question that anybody can ask somebody else because we all know at least the idea of God. We know the idea of being existent. Now, there are some philosophers who go so deep as to question the fact of our actual existence. Like, we don't actually exist. We're just, you know, minds in a glass container and, you know, we don't actually have bodies or we're just a spirit who, whatever, you know, like we, like you got to start somewhere that you're familiar with so that you can get to somewhere you don't know, which is point number two. Questions guide you somewhere you've never been. Questions guide you somewhere that you've never been. Um, you can start where you are, so you can go where you are not. Like, seems simple, right? <laughs> seems so simple, but here's the thing: is I think sometimes we're so scared to go places we've never been. For me, it's actual like in real life. I struggle to go places that I've never been. Like. I I pop on, you know, my Google Maps, I get um you know, Waze or Apple Maps, whatever you use, and, and it gives me directions. But I'm still intimidated to go somewhere I have never been. Um, cuz I don't want to get lost. I don't want to be confused. I don't want to run into people and have to ask for help because well, that's just that's I'm a guy and guys don't ask for directions, right? We just try to figure it out ourselves. So, um, but I get intimidated and scared of the unknown. Okay, like what to expect, who's there, all that kind of stuff. However, I naturally go towards what I don't know in regards to thinking. Like it's weird. I find myself just thinking about the most random things. Um, I just ask myself questions and questions and questions. I find myself thinking deeply about things. You know, going. Places I've never been. And maybe I'll take that question like, man, I don't I don't know. I haven't come to a conclusion. And I'll put it, you know, out there for other people to speak into um, to see what how others respond. Because it's a place I've never been. Like this is like going through your thoughts is is scary. One, I tuck on to this that I, I, I didn't think about until just now, but ask questions with somebody else that you trust right? You don't want to go on a a long road trip to somewhere you've never been by yourself. It's just, I mean, you might enjoy that. I I wouldn't. I'd want to go on that adventure with somebody else. And so, um, you know, go with somebody because it makes it more fun and they can hold you accountable when you're like unrational, um, irrational, whatever the word is. You're unreasonable. And so, um, be sure to question things left and right. I know I do that because I want to understand something I haven't understood before. And so often we're scared of going into that unknown, uh, the unknown things, and um, you know maybe even doubting that you're you're right in in certain things. Um, that's fine. Like I, I doubt myself all the time, but here's the thing: is that we need to begin questioning so that we can get somewhere that we haven't been yet. Um, And here's the thing. Scientists do this all the time. They want to go somewhere. No one else has been before. They theorize. They begin with what they understand to go where they and others have not yet been. Okay. To build off of the last question, why do you, you know, do you think God exists? Here's the thing is you ask, why do you believe that God does not exist? Or why do you believe that God does exist? This is a good question because you seek to understand someone else's position. You may also be seeking to better understand why God might not exist, why others, you know, believe in general, you know, why God doesn't exist. So you can be thinking like okay, this is I'm discovering things about this person that I haven't understood before or you're understanding deeper things about why people believe um you know, God does or does not exist. So this doesn't mean this, you know, this doesn't mean a question needs to be answered by the truth, but it should head towards the truth. Um the the truth of they believe this because blah blah blah. They you know they generally believe this because of blah blah blah. So um so it needs to get you to somewhere that you haven't been before. Um and this one's kind of similar. Uh, it's questions. Take it one step at a time. Like, you're not gonna like. Have you ever tripped while going up or down a set of stairs? Just think. Just think about it. We've all like you know, missed that one step. You know, it, maybe you have like a box. You're carrying a box. You're going up the steps. I have steps up to where I live, and, and you you can't see your feet if you're carrying a big box, right? So maybe you. Trip, or you miss a step. Like I trip even when I don't have a box in front of me. Like I'm going up the steps too fast, and I hit some. You know, hit one of them. It's similar to being um, patient. Okay, this one is similar to being patient, which we'll talk about in a moment. But different that your 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 questions need to be step by step. This will allow you uh, allow them to take you somewhere steadily and not too quickly. If you miss a step or don't. See, you don't understand a certain step, then you can fall and injure the thought. You know your thoughtful process. Um, you know, you know. Think about it. I've I've come back to some things and I've missed step, like, you know, I've missed some steps on it previously, and it didn't make sense. Okay, that's what's going to go wrong is if you don't if it doesn't make sense at once. You know, step three, you're going to get to step ten and you're going to be like, wait, what just happened? Like I understood. Like it doesn't, it, it somehow, it just doesn't all work. It doesn't fit together, right? And so you got to go step by step by step. Okay, so make sure that you take questions one step at a time. For example, you might start with God. Does God exist? And then say somebody says, no, they don't exist. You, you can ask, well, why doesn't God exist? Okay, and then they respond to that. And then you say, okay, then what's the reason for life? And why do you believe that? To be the best reason for life. Because remember, everybody wants a reason to live. Everybody wants a reason to live. Now, here's the thing. Asking good questions can get you to a better reason as to why you live, right? The way you live and the things you do, okay? Um, now, these are good step-by-step questions, okay? They build off one another, not skipping from the first you know step to the 10th step, back down to the fifth step, up to the 34th step, so on. It, it goes progressively, like you're going one step, like baby steps almost, okay? Um, and and if you're a parent, I, I would suggest you do this with your kids, like teach them how to ask good questions, um, how to take baby steps, like asking questions gradually, getting to know somebody else, and and to know certain things. Um, so, uh, number four questions are patient. Now, perhaps you might not get a question, uh, an answer right away to your question. You may have to come back to the topic tomorrow or next week to get an answer. Um, maybe you have a question about answers, um, you know, about, you know, how, uh, we got to that answer. Like, say you ask a question, they give an, somebody gives an answer, or you find an answer. Like if you're searching online, if you're um, reading a book, and you get certain answers, you're like, maybe what about this? What about that? You like you have you might have to come back to it. Okay, you want to get deeper in the subject, but remember you have to go step by step. Okay, um, you don't you might not have the time to get into it. So you got to you gotta go step by step. You got to be patient, okay? Um, because here's the thing is getting to a deep understanding of something takes time. Be sure to take it slowly, thinking it step by step. So for example, here's a question that you got to be super patient on. What is the meaning of life? This is a question that simply needs a lot of patience, It may take a few hangout times with somebody to get a decent grasp on what someone believes to be the reason for life. Okay, what is the meaning of life or what is your reason for life? Um, It's gonna take some time and and that's okay. Like you might not get an answer for a a question for a few years even. There might be a question you have that you won't get answered in this lifetime and, and you need to be okay with that. Now, if you're like, this is the only lifetime we have, well, that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. So uh, number five, so again, questions are patient. Number five, questions are thoughtful, not spontaneous. Sometimes you'll have to think up follow questions on the spot. Like, don't get me wrong, but you should also think through questions you need to ask beforehand. Like as you go into something, like if you're like, man, I want to understand this this and that if you're in college you should know this you don't go into the class knowing everything and you shouldn't go to class without a series of questions i know like i took a class called apologetics and it blew me out of the water like i had so many questions when i left and when i came back like it took me a while to really you know think through them most of the time though i was just spontaneous like you know, respond, respond, respond. So, but here's the thing is this, this one may depend on what and who you're asking questions. Okay, you may be thinking, you know, yourself about some things. Here's what I would suggest. If you're like just, you know, a philosophical person, you're like, man, I I just want to think deeply about life and, you know, the reasons for life, all those sorts of things, write them down. Like write those questions down, journal about it, like if you have a question that comes up write it down find some time to you know maybe even make it a deeper question go ask some friends what resources and all that kind of stuff but but you just just take your questions be thoughtful don't just shoot from the hip every time um think them out write them out they need to make sense in and of themselves if you're going to get anywhere okay And we'll talk about that in a moment, how they can stand in and of themselves. They need to make sense uh, for you to get anywhere. For example, think of the last interview you did. I don't have any specific questions because um, I I didn't think through. (laughs) Ironic, right? Um, But here's the thing. Think about the last interview you did. This will prove my point. For the most part, they want the conversation to go in a particular direction to see if you're the proper candidate. Maybe you're on the other side of the table. You're the one asking the questions. You're guiding the discussion in a particular direction so that you can see if they are a good candidate. Um, you, the, the questions are planned for the most part. right? Um, usually they're on, like, I remember when I, interviewed at, uh, when I interviewed at Chick-fil-A, they had a clipboard. They had a series of questions like this and that, your schedule, all that kind of stuff so that they can get a grasp on you. Um, they might have some spontaneous questions. You might have some as well, but they have at least some general pre-planned questions for you. And if you're going into an interview, you should have some pre-planned questions for them. Um, you might not have to ask the questions. They might be answered for you, but think through, don't be spontaneous. But if you're in a discussion, you need some clarification. That's when it becomes more spontaneous, spontaneous, yeah, spontaneous. I was going to say spontaneity, but that didn't work. You get what I'm saying. Um, so questions are thoughtful. Think them out, write them out, write them down, all that kind of stuff. So six questions stand for themselves. They make sense. If the person you're asking doesn't like, they don't understand what you're asking. Just simply rephrase the rephrase the question. Um, because here's the thing: you can give, you know, a five paragraph like response to their like, "What do you mean by this?" Da 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 da, and you go on a whole like different tangent, but you need to make sure that the question stands on its own. Like, you won't ask a kid, "What is the quanti- quantitative analysis of blah blah blah?" Like whatever, unless he's a Sheldon Cooper or Einstein, he won't understand like what is quantitative analysis. Um, I've heard that word before. I don't know what it refers to. I'm not a business person, but that's what it sounds like. Um, you know, what's the quanti- what's the analysis of the quantity is basically what it's referring to. That's all I know. Um, that's, but here, here, here's the thing. A question can refer to other information, but the other person must know the information as well. So here's what you're not going to do. You're not going to go to Chick-fil-A employee and ask them, how do you fix my car? Unless they went to trade school for that, where their parents are like professional car fixers, you know mechanics, um, they won't know. They won't know. Like if you go up to me and say, "Hey, how do you fix this part on my car?" I might, I might know some generic information, um, and I might be able to look it up on the internet, but I won't have like a instantaneous response. Um, and un- unless the other person's a professional they shouldn't either. So make sure the questions can stand on their own. Both basically make sure the question is understood by your you know the other person that you understand it, they understand it and that you mutually agree here's the question that's trying to be answered here. So, I don't have any examples for that one because it's kind of I guess I did, but I couldn't think of anything else other than, you know, you you won't go ask somebody who has no idea what it is. Um, And that's why a lot of people go to their pastors to, you know, ask certain things um, or or certain people go to, you know, Christians to ask certain things. Um, You go to, you know, professors to ask certain things, okay? Okay. The questions need to stand for themselves and be understood by both parties. Uh, Last thing, and this one's going to be a little bit more controversial because we don't want it. Questions seek an honest answer. You need to ask questions and desire to have true and honest, real answers. Asking questions without wanting an answer is like going to get an oil change, okay, okay? and asking how much it is disagreeing with their price and then deciding to go somewhere else like no it's not you know 50 bucks no it's not no i'm going to go i'm going to go over here then like you need to 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 just hey this is your business i might disagree with the price that you're quoting but don't argue with them like that's stupid like you don't go, you don't walk into like Ch- Chick-fil-A or McDonald's and say, oh, the burger costs how much? I ain't paying that. No, it's not. No, it doesn't cost, you know, 99 cents. No, it doesn't cost that. Like th- there are people who come in, like, uh frustrates you. There are people who come in and argue with policies at, at restaurants and things like that. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure I know the policy here. Sorry. You know, like. You can order something, and I'd love to serve you. But you, you, I answered your question. You didn't like my answer to your question, and you got mad. If that's a problem for you, if you get tend to get mad at people, go listen to episode um, eight and and listen in to how to have a discussion with somebody that you disagree with. Okay, um, because that's a whole different topic, and we already covered that. Um, like you need to seek to truly know. Like when you ask questions, you want to know something. Like you want an answer. If, if your boss asks you a question, they want an answer. So otherwise it's stupid to ask it, right? If, if you're not willing to listen to the other person, if you're not li- willing to listen to what may or may not be true, it's better if you be quiet and don't ask. Because you'll just get argumentative, you'll blow up. Like it won't be pretty. Seek to find an honest answer to your question. Don't seek to find an answer you like. Questions seek an honest answer. Now, you might say, all right, what's a good example of this? Here, here, here Here's a good example. How can there be evil when God is good and all-powerful? Like, this is a brutal question we must all reflect on, um, especially... Those of you who are Christians, and you're you, like, you would say, um, Yes, God is loving, God is good, God is all powerful. Well, if God is good and loving, then why did he allow evil into the world? Like, honestly, like, if God is loving, then why did he allow evil to come in and harm his creation? Also, if God is all powerful, why did he allow Satan to deceive Adam and Eve? Like, I just went deep on you, right? Like, this is a deep question that you might not be prepared for. It might be one that you're like, I don't know what all this means. What does all-powerful mean? I encourage you, go read up on it. You know, I can give you a whole bunch of um, books that you can read or, you know, especially you can read the Bible, um, obviously. But clearly, as Christians, we believe God to be good. So why is there evil? Like, how did evil make its way into this organization? And if God is all-powerful, why did he not inhibit evil's ability to come forth? Like, these are good questions. But if you want an honest answer, you need to, and I need to, look at myself and ask this question. Because I think it's a better question. Um, A question that can guide us better, closer to the honest answer. We need to reflect on our own lives. Like, I go to a church called sandals. And the whole vision is be real with yourself, God, and others. Be real with yourself first. Like answer this question with yourself first. Why are you not good? Like why am I not good? Why do I do things wrong? We all mess up and do wrong things, don't we? Doesn't that imply that the problem may not be God, but us? Now you might say, well, then God, you know, God messed up. God isn't you know, didn't create us perfect. Well, here's the thing. Maybe God didn't create us perfect. He created us good. Right? If you look at uh Genesis chapter one, he declared it good or very good, like it wasn't in a sense of morality. Um and we could get into that. That's a whole nother episode. And so I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to let you—that's you, you know—sit on you for a little while. So, um, so here's the deal: we all mess up and do wrong things, um, but we need to ask the question and be honest. Like, look at it honestly. Like, actually seek to get the truth. Questions seek an honest answer, and so. Um, so those are the seven things I'll, I'll re- repeat them real quick, just so you can get them ingrained. Number one, questions begin where you are at now. Number two questions guide you somewhere you've never, ever been. And now you might need a refreshing course. That's fine, but you just might not remember. You need to go that direction anyway. So number three questions, take it one step at a time. You are go step by step by step question answer, question, answer, question, answer, and it builds it up. Next, questions are patient. Okay, maybe it's not the questions that need to be patient, it's you, but you asking the question needs to be patient. Number five, questions are thoughtful, not spontaneous. Again, you can be spontaneous, but as you're going into whatever conversation, whatever interview, whatever it is, think through some questions beforehand. It's good, it's healthy, it's wise. Uh, Number six, questions stand for themselves, aka they can be understood by both parties. Like if you type something into Google and Google's like, that's not how you spell it, it suggests here's how you spell it, or here's a better way, here's the results for this. So make sure questions can stand for themselves. And seventh, lastly, questions seek an honest answer. So with all that being said, Asking the right questions is important. We should ask questions with intentionality. Like that's the summary of it all. We should ask questions with intentionality. Ask questions to learn new things. Don't be afraid to ask good questions, even if you don't think it'll be a good question. Ask it anyways. It's fine. Like go for it. It may be a good one and you don't realize it. And it sparks a healthy conversation and you're able to go deeper in your thought process and and to live a more reasoned life, a life that has more substance. Um, So with all that being said, don't forget to submit your questions to the reason life podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, There is more to come in future episodes. And I hope that you stay tuned in the reason life podcast. Thanks. Have a great day.